on a Christmas Eve night centuries ago. Boy, was it snowing hard. And old Santa Claus was half a bottle deep into the wild turkey. And so it became tradition. Santa Claus became a flaming drunk. Sweet story, wasn't it? Times haven't changed that much. Although nowadays I pack up the sleigh and listen to Just In Time with Justin and Carter. I love their beer reviews. <laughs> Current events, movie reviews, you name it and they're talking about it. It's popular all over the world, you know. Just In Time with Justin and Carter. Just a couple of ho-ho-hos. But you didn't hear that from me. Happy holidays and welcome to Just In Time. This is Justin and shocker, shocker, Carter is not here today. Carter must be on an extended Christmas break. So, but in all fairness, Carter did tell me he was uh, busy tonight. He said he had a hot date. Those listeners, those of you that believe him, they're full of shit. Carter was actually caught at the local mall sitting on Santa's lap wearing his Blue's Clues Christmas sweater with a half-eaten candy cane hanging out of his mouth. Usually when Carter goes missing, we'll say, have you seen this homeless-looking man? Please call the show, etc., etc. Call Stacy and we'll come pick his drunk ass up. But no. No need for calls. No need for info. Carter was caught red-handed sitting on an old man's lap. So next episode, hopefully we'll uh, be able to find out what Carter asked Santa for Christmas. I can only imagine. But without Carter, you know what? We still got a great show. We have a movie review. We will be reviewing uh, West Side Story. We got some cool news, weird, crazy news of the week. Uh, We have the word of the day. And we have the toilet entertainment of the week. So, with that said, got a good show lined up for you, so let's kick it off. So, let's get some tidbits out of the way. First of all, if you haven't seen the first Halo trailer, first full-flown trailer with actually some visuals to it, check it out at launch today, and I can't tell you how excited I am to see this trailer, and or the future trailers, and the show. It looks beautiful, it looks epic. And I can't wait to see more out of this one. If you're a Halo fan, you haven't checked it out, you are behind the pack, please go check it out. It uh, launched today. Check it out on YouTube or just Google search the Halo. I think it premieres on Don't Shoot Me If I Get It Wrong, but on Paramount+. And with that said, the next hot news of the week, Spider-Man. Spider-Man No Way Home. The reviews have come in today, and earlier today it hit 100%. Rotten Tomato score. It dropped a little bit to 97 later in the day, but that's still with over 100 reviews, which should make everybody super excited with this one. I know I'm excited, and hopefully if Carter shows up to the movie or even to work next week, we can review this one. Um, But I know going to the premiere, Carter's quote was, it's too late. Too late for Carter. His bedtime's 8 o'clock. So, uh, but we will get a review out hopefully by the next episode. So stay tuned for that. I'm stoked for it. I hope you are as well. Those of you that logged in last week, notice what I wanted on my Christmas list was 
answered. The Cuomo brothers, officially, both of them are fired. Chris Cuomo was fired from last week on CNN. Um, But not only that, but yesterday, his producer news came out that he was also not only fired, but arrested. And I'm not going to give that sleazeball the time of day to say what he did. Google it because his acts are absolutely disgusting. And I refuse to advertise him on our podcast. But Cuomo's producers... CNN's going down like a ton of bricks right now, and, you know, we're not a political show, but I tend to stay in the middle on this one, but I've always said that CNN is kind of just a ruthless piece of crap. Uh, But I did get a pleasant email from a listener who enjoyed the last episode. We got an email from Jake T. from last week, and he read, I loved your show last week, I enjoyed, and yet with you, I am with the Cuomo's firing, they are sleazeballs. And I have a joke for you, Justin, and I hope you read it on the air because I got a laugh out of it. I hope you did too. And Jake, just so you know, I did get a laugh out of it. I thought it was hilarious and I actually laughed out loud for it. So I'm going to do you the justice. I am going to read it on the podcast. So here it goes from Jake T from New Hampshire. What is the difference between CNN and the Titanic? The Titanic had all its anchors when it sank. Jake, I absolutely loved your uh, joke, and I appreciate you taking the time because that joke was absolutely epic, and I appreciate you uh, sending it out because it actually made my day. Those of you still standing with, I know there's a small few of you standing with Andrew and Chris Cuomo because your fans get over yourselves because they are done with and they are sleazeballs and they are absolutely disgusting human beings. With that said in the news, it's like an advent calendar of the Cuomos. Uh, Today, Andrew Cuomo, uh, the news came out that he owes, after an investigation, $5.1 million for his book. He used used political uh, uh, people to help him write his book, even though he says they were volunteers. The investigation showed that is false. So now he owes all the money back. I shouldn't say all the money back. $5.1 million for the book. Keep it coming. Christmas is not too far off. There's still plenty of time to keep pouring in the gifts. Can't wait to hear it. Continuing with the show, we do have our word of the week, and I think it's absolutely appropriate, given that Carter didn't show up today. The word of the week from Google is flippant, means lacking proper respect or seriousness. That's dedicated to you, Carter. Urban Dictionary's definition, and this is so shocking because this defines Carter as well. A style or design of pants where the leggings are flipped over to form a cuff or cuff-like style. Those of you that know Carter knows he loves his leggings, whether they're glittery pink, purple, or just a rainbow color, or the fact they just have blues clues printed all over them. That is Carter style. So Carter, the word of the week is dedicated to you. Carter is flippant. All right. It wouldn't be a show without giving the first before everything else beer review of the week. So Carter, I will go ahead and speak on your behalf since you didn't show up. 
I know last time Carter didn't show up, toilet water was Carter's beer pick of the week, toilet water. This week, dog water is Carter's beer pick of the week. He does not recommend it. Please don't drink it. Carter will drink anything that's free. So, but my beer of the week is, and I know I've been on a run this week with a lot of four-star beers or or five-star beers, and uh, we're going to have a top 10 list at the end of the year. Um, But my lucky streak has run out. This week, I will be reviewing Haze Stack, a double hazy Indian pale ale at 8.8%. Brewed by Pelican Brewing. And usually, I'm a huge fan of Pelican Brewing. And I'm a huge fan of Indian pale ales. And I've had good luck with double IPAs lately. This is not one of them. This one has kind of almost a sweet aftertaste that I just could not bear. Uh, It doesn't have a lot of the nice hoppiness to it. It doesn't, when you think Indian Pale Ale, you kind of think of a lighter IPA. And even though it says double, you expect a little bit more hoppiness to it. This was too sweet for my taste. This is a total miss by Pelican Brewing Company. I appreciate uh, the can, the can looks very summery. It looks very nice. It looks like a very summer beer, but this would not be on my go-to for summer beers. I appreciate the attempt, Pelican Brewing, but it was a total miss for me. I'm going to give it two out of the five beers, mainly because the beer can looks very sophisticated. I totally appreciate the attempt, but it's not the weir- worst beer I've had, but it's definitely not going to be on my top 10 going into the next uh, year. Hopefully next week, going close to Christmas, I will have some uh, nice beers to uh, review for Christmas presents and et cetera, et cetera. But Pelican Brewing Company, Haystack Double Hazy Indian Pale Ale at 8.8%, 2 out of 5. Getting into the news. Actually, change of pace. With that bad beer review, I'm going to actually get into our holiday movie of the week. I feel like it's it's getting into Christmas, and I don't want to kick it off on a bad beer review, so let me get into a positive. So, Carter's not here to recommend a holiday review, so I will speak on his behalf. Carter's holiday movie pick. His Christmas movie pick of the week is Child's Play 3. Those of you that have the Christmas tradition of viewing Child's Play 3 over Christmas, and again, please, if you don't find this a Christmas movie, please email us at podcast.justintime.com and rant to Carter about your lack of effort on his holiday pick. I don't find Child's Play 3 a Christmas movie. I don't find it nearly a a Halloween movie. I don't know what the hell Carter's thinking, so we're just going to move on. I do have a great holiday pick of the week, and it's going in the tradition of what I picked in the previous uh, couple of weeks. It's not a well-known Christmas movie, but it is definitely one I'm going to advertise to just view, because I'm sure a lot of people haven't heard nor seen this one. Let's take a listen. 
Charles Dickens. Get the name right and the character will appear. Were characters so real? Charles. Scratch. Scrooge. It was as if they were really there. Scrooge. Parade Magazine raves. It's a magical journey into the story behind the story of a Christmas carol. <laughs> this Thanksgiving, Christopher Plummer is splendid in a must-see holiday classic. Oh, the characters won't do what I want. I'm the author here. Allegedly. The man who invented Christmas. Rated PG. The Man That Invented Christmas, starring Dan Stevens as Charles Dickens and Christopher Plummer as Scrooge. The journey that led to Charles Dickens' creation of A Christmas Carol. A timeless tale that would redefine Christmas. Now, this one isn't a traditional movie, a Christmas movie. But this one shows Dan Stevens as Charles Dickens battling with his writer's block, trying to get a Christmas novel that he has in his head in the print before Christmas of A Christmas Carol. Come and visit uh, Dan Stevens at Charles Dickens and help him through his writer's block. And Chris Plummer at his best plays a, a magnificent Scrooge in his natural state. This movie may not be a good movie to entertain your kids. It's not a cheesy holiday movie that makes you feel good all over uh, for the entire family. But for an adult looking for time away with your spouse, your girlfriend, or just a friend to enjoy a unique Christmas movie, this one, I scored three and a half out of four stars. Take a look at it. It is an absolute brilliant Christmas movie, and it's very informative, um, even though it might not be 100% accurate, but it is very good at what it does. And if you're a fan of Christopher Plummer like I am, you will definitely enjoy this movie. So my holiday pick of the week, check it out. It's going to be The Man That Invented Christmas. And please don't view Child's Play 3. For the love of God, it's not a Christmas movie. I don't, I don't know what Carter was thinking. Uh, moving on to the news. Happy no fucking way family finds a venomous snake slithering in their Christmas tree. Those of you that know me, I hate snakes with a passion. So this one's going to be difficult for me to read. <sighs> the Wild family in Robertson, South Africa had just finished decorating a tree. Their cats, two cats, kept looking up at the tree they bought and thought it was a mouse. The Wilds said they googled what kind of snakes are in their area and immediately came up as a boomslang. A boomslang is the most poisonous snake you can find. Wild contacted nearby snake catcher Jerry Hines to come, come catch the snake. Hines said it wasn't an easy catch. It was very nippy. He, ugh, very nippy. And it kept going up and down and around the tree. Good God. And I was trying not to upset the decorations or lights. For the love of God, man, set fire to that goddamn tree and move out. If I was at the Wilds family, I'd be out of there. Like, oh my God. There was a story recently in the United States about a snake infestation and somebody set fire to their home trying to get rid of this. That should have happened here. My God. And I don't know if those were poisonous in the States, but Jesus Christ. Ugh, I think I'd rather have a thousand rats versus just one snake in a tree. Ugh. Looking for the next holiday treat? Around Christmas time, everybody's looking for that next little sweet something. 
uh, to give their loved ones. Well, here you go. An 850-pound pot brownie brings new meaning to getting baked. That's right. 850-pound pot brownie. The supersized marijuana treat contains a whopping uh, 20,000 milligrams of THC. A pot brownie made this week in Norwood, Massachusetts, is bringing new meaning to the term getting baked. That's because the dank dessert treat is 850-pound monster measuring 3 feet wide, 3 feet long, and 15 inches high. The massive marijuana brownie was created by Mary Med, a multi-state cannabis operator to celebrate National Brownie Day on December 8th and promote the company's new brand, Bubby's Baked. Bubby's Baked is not a sponsor of the show, but hey, if you're looking for that special extra treat, like sending Carter a sample so he can get even more high where he's probably wandering the streets again, uh, check out Bubby's Baked. No story continues that they're actually handing out different uh, samples to it, but hey, if they're willing to do an 850-pound pot brownie, pretty sure they have some good shit. So check them out. Not a sponsor. Next on the Christmas Christmas tree nightmare, people warned to keep an eye out for walnut-sized lumps on their Christmas tree. That's right. If you see walnut-sized lumps that resemble almost a walnut, be cautious. But if you got a real Christmas tree in your home, you might want to keep an eye on it so as not to have your festive season messed up by an unwelcome guest. That's because those who have bought trees have been warned to look out for brown walnut-sized lumps which look similar to pine cones hidden in the branches. Wondering what it is? It is potentially a sack of 100 to 200 praying mantis eggs. Experts have said that the temperature inside our homes could speed up the time it takes to hatch the eggs. Gross. Meaning your living room could be crawling with bugs if you don't spot it first. And I want to thank thank the Lord that I'm in an area in uh, Seattle that I don't have to worry about poisonous snakes or praying mantis. Those of you are probably crawling over to your Christmas tree right now just to take a look no matter where you're at. You're either checking for a praying mantis nest or a poisonous snake. I guarantee you. Most of you won't be sleeping at night. Especially if you're uh, watching uh, Carter's Christmas movie, Pick of the Night. Okay, we're going to end the news with this one. And this one affects everybody around the world. Ex-McDonald's worker disturbed after discovering a raunchy Ronald McDonald. I know most of you are on the edge of your seat, just waiting to hear what this means. Ronald McDonald is famous face pretty much to everyone. Growing up with the happy fast food icon that brings back such good memories. But just wait. I'm about to ruin your entire childhood. Somebody found an OnlyFans action figure of Ronald McDonald. That's right. Ronald McDonald apparently lived a separate life, and I know some of you are actually searching the web right now trying to find Ronald McDonald's OnlyFans. Former McDonald's worker has been left feeling disturbed after seeing the iconic clown in a whole new light. Cy Ewing couldn't quite believe his eyes after he discovered a bizarre Ronald McDonald figurine in a charity shop displaying the clown in red speedo with a bunch of fries poking out the top. 
A former staffer took to Facebook to share his distress with others, and some accused Ronald's hunky look of burning their eyes and leaving them traumatized. Uh, So people are pissed off. If you haven't seen the picture of this, people are pissed off about saying his Happy Meal below the waist. Uh, Probably going to have a small toy in that one as well. All right, so we're going to end that festive news story about Ronald McDonald, which pretty much ruined your childhood, and we're going to get into movie reviews. Okay, so here we go. Last week, we reviewed Dear Evan Hansen, and those of you that listened, I gave it a terrible review at one star. Found it clunky, dry, and very disappointing. So, reviewing this week on another musical that hit theaters, West Side Story, by directed by Steven Spielberg, I was a bit hesitant because I'm a big fan of the original. West Side Story has been in theaters for almost about a week. Take a listen. You know, I wake up to everything I know either getting sold or wrecked or being taken over by people that I don't like. You keep away from him as long as you're in my house. I'm a grown-up now, Bernardo. I'm gonna think for myself. Tony. We need you if we're going to work. Who are you? Friend or foe? That is West Side Story, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Ansel Egort and Rachel Zegler. And not only that, but you do have a returning member from the original movie of Rita Moreno as Valentina. This movie I was skeptical of, um, mainly because it's Steven Spielberg's first attempt at a musical. Steven Spielberg has a great reputation on uh, our uh, childhood and our history of creating great movies. And just recently, he's been doing a lot of biopics and a lot of cultural uh, uh, accurate movies. So I was a bit skeptical on how this was going to go. I am safe to say this movie was absolutely stunning, beautiful, and Elgord as Tony and Zegler as Maria did a fantastic job, especially Zegler who played Maria in utter perfection. Her voice was on point. Her acting was on point. Just she was a pleasure to watch on the screen. Not only that, but the return of Rita Moreno as Valentina was absolutely a pleasure to watch on the screen, too. Um, and I'm going to make early Oscar predictions on this. Not It's a dumbfounded that this wouldn't be nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Zangler, definitely for Best Actress. And I'm going to go on a limb, even though she had limited screen time. Uh, Rita Moreno will be nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, their vocals were just spot on. And at a time like this, it's a very risky move. And I want to give kudos to not only Spielberg, but the producers of the movie to uh, release a movie where there's a lot of division already in the United States. This was a complete gamble if people were going to receive it or not at a time where there's a lot of negativity um, going on in the world. But if you're skeptical on this one, go see it. Don't wait. This has to be seen in the theater. It is an absolutely beautiful movie. 
The only thing I would say that holds it back is I think they kind of rush the gun a little bit when it comes to getting into the musical numbers. You have such great actress, actresses and actors in this movie that uh, they tend to get interrupted to lead into the music. I think there should have been a little bit more improv, a little bit more time taken. I'm not going to spoil it, um, even though people know the plot that's seen it, is there's a scene towards the last act that the dialogue is so edgy and raw and you just want to see where the dialogue goes, but they cut it short and uh, go into song. And I, and even though I love musicals, I want to get to the musical number. I wanted more of this dialogue. I wanted to see where it went. And I think they rushed the gun a little bit too much on uh, getting into the musical numbers. And the movie is lengthy at almost two hours, 36 minutes. Um, but given I would have had a little bit more investment into some of the dialogue, especially when the actors did such as good a job as they did, um, that would be the only critique that I have. But a lot of the stuff that had problematic that was a little outdated in the original, Spielberg totally emphasizes on. And even the simple uh, splash of sand here or the shadows that he has in some of the musical numbers were just jaw-dropping epic and amazing. So there's not a lot of movies out there that can almost surpass the original. I'm going to tell you this one I'm 50 50 on because the visuals that Spielberg has, the musical numbers are good. He didn't try and reinvent the wheel, but he did improve on a lot of stuff to make it contemporary. So if you grew up on the original um, West side story, definitely take a look at this one, get your family involved in this one. This one is a very great holiday movie and again, it's not a typical family uh, musical. So there is a lot of topics on prejudice and hatred. There is a stabbing. There is violence. Um, so definitely preview it before you take your child to it if you uh, tend to be cautious of what you take your kids to. Um, but definitely worth a view. So take a look at it. West Side Story, directed by Steven Spielberg with the amazing uh, Ansel Escort as Tony, Rachel Zangler as Maria, and always the lovely Rita Moreno as Valentina. So, pleasant surprise for this week's movie review. Big improvement over last week's bomb of Dear Evan Hansen. Which goes into our final bit. I know we're running a short episode this week because I don't have Carter to make fun of for the next 30 minutes. But we're going to go into our Toilet Entertainment Pick of the Week. Our Toilet Entertainment Pick of the Week. For me... It's going to be the amazing podcast, Talking Smack. Very entertaining, very raw. They're a new podcast. Take a listen. Do you love comics, movies, video games, and more? We do too. Come tune in to Josh and our cast of colorful co-hosts on Talking Smack. Available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. And that was Talking Smack, so... Come visit a lot of the cool gaming reviews, uh, current topics with Josh. Uh, I was listening to that this morning on the toilet, and uh, let me tell you, it, they do some good work there. So take a look at it. That will be my entertainment toilet pick of the week. All right. Even though we're running a little bit shy, I want to thank a couple people. I want to thank Jake T. 
for taking the time to email us uh, that hilarious joke and give us some feedback. And guys, if you want to reach out, give us some feedback, uh, give us a little tidbit to talk about on the show, tell a joke, I don't really care. Email us at podcast.justintime at gmail.com. And given it's the holiday season and we only have maybe one episode, I think, before Christmas time, maybe two, if we do our special episode, uh, I want to just give a heartfelt thank you to all of those that have uh, emailed us, followed us, and reached out on Instagram. And if you haven't yet, check it out. You'll see our beers on Instagram. Uh, well, mine at least. And you'll take a look, and we're very interactive with our Instagram, but check us out at Justin Time Show on Instagram. And the support you guys have given on it, I can't thank you enough. It is definitely noticed. We interact with it as quite a bit, so feel free to interact with us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter at JTime Podcast. Other than that, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week with a Spider-Man review. And hopefully, Carter and Carter can tell us what the fuck he was doing on Santa's lap. Until then. You've been listening to Just in Time with Justin and Carter. It fills Santa's heart with joy to know that these two good-looking, smart little fellas have been, well, kind of good and kind of naughty Santa-likey. To reach out, hit up podcast.justintime at gmail.com. You can email the fellas with beers that you want to be covered. I would say one and all, but that's just me. Send feedback, questions, or an email on why you'd be a good guest on the show for a chance to appear. Follow the show on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Spotify, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram at Justin Time Show and on Twitter at JTime Podcast. Till next time, this is Big Daddy Claus signing off. <laughs>